So the Federal Reserve is getting a little bit too uh, cute, that's all. This, that's ridiculous what they're doing. In what many are considering an unprecedented move in the modern era, President Trump has gone on a barrage this week against his own central bank. The independence of the Federal Reserve has long been highly respected and deemed necessary. But is the president right to question it now? This is TikTok. I'm Dave Myers. Joining me now is Bloomberg News Fed reporter Gina Smiley. Gina, thanks for being here. Yeah, absolutely. So before we get going, I think we really need just real quickly, what is the Federal Reserve? What does it do? It basically has two jobs, and the two jobs are maximum employment and stable inflation at a low and steady level. And the way it achieves those two jobs is by moving interest rates up at times that the economy is getting pretty hot and a little Mm -hmm. bit out of hand, and by cutting interest rates at times when the economy is doing poorly. And the idea is just that they kind of work against the cycle in order to steady the ship. And it sounds like right now we're kind of in the former of what you just described. And so describe what the president has been doing the past week. Right. So the Fed has been raising interest rates because the economy is doing really well, and the president has kind of repeatedly for the last couple of months, but really strongly over the last couple of weeks, criticized the Fed for doing that. He says that, you know, it bothers him that the Fed is raising interest rates, that they've gone crazy. And in the last couple of days, he's really pinned a lot of the blame for a recent for this recent stock market correction on the Fed's policy of raising interest rates. So he even uh, called them loco at one point. <laughs> um, what typically or traditionally is the relationship between the president of the United States and the Federal Reserve? Generally, they leave each other alone. That's at least the idea. So the Fed is an independent body. It does not serve at the pleasure of the president. It is not in any way tied to the executive office. And it doesn't have any sort of sign-off from lawmakers or the president on monetary policy. And so the idea is that they're independent so that they can make tough decisions when the economy needs those decisions to be made. And because those decisions need to happen in sort of a quick and efficient way, they can't be mired in the political process. Um, And so generally, ever since Bill Clinton's era, really, presidents have avoided talking about the Fed, mm-hmm. and the Fed has kind of avoided talking about what politics is doing. Um, and so they kind of operate in these two separate spheres. Can you give me some examples of uh, presidents before Bill Clinton and how they might have inter- interacted with their Federal Reserve? Yeah, absolutely. So Nixon kind of famously pressured his Federal Reserve. And beyond that, really Pretty much every president that presided over a rate hiking cycle pressured his Federal Reserve not to do that. It's not uncommon for presidents to be unhappy about rate increases during their their sort of tenure because it does take some shine off of the economic expansion. In the Great Inflation, for example, you know these there are these great stories about farmers and lumber folks just sending mm-hmm. sort of home builders sending pieces of wood into the Fed that just you know said on them like please stop raising rates because they couldn't sell houses. I mean the, these affect the real economy. They have some popular backlash. That's the reason this is an independent institution. And speaking of a real effect on the economy, yesterday on Wednesday we saw a very bad day for the markets. What's the correlation there? What scared traders? It's a really interesting question, and I don't think anyone could honestly tell you the answer to it at this point. It is entirely possible. I think it's it's fair to ask the question of whether traders are getting a little bit nervous as the Fed gets well into its hiking cycle that, that interest rates could sort of rein in the strength of the economy. 
That said, nothing dramatically dramatic changed in Fed policy over the last couple of days. You know, these rate hikes have been priced in for a while. No one has really changed mm-hmm. their expectations. And so it would be surprising if, if, you know, a couple of days of sell-off was tied to something fundamental about the U.S. economy. And uh, you just said this really, what the Fed has been doing, really no surprises yet. But why is it surprising the president? This is his Federal Reserve chair. He appointed Jerome Powell. I have to imagine when they met in the Oval Office and they were doing job interviews that this type of scenario probably came up. So why why is the president surprised? Yeah, you know, it's a really interesting question. I don't think the president is surprised in reality. He's been talking about this for quite a while. He clearly knew on the campaign trail that the Fed was going to be hiking rates when roughly at the same time that he got into office. He actually brought it up several times mm-hmm. on the campaign trail. So, I mean, he knew this was coming. He definitely expected it. Um, I do think at some level, this is probably, you know, him talking about a policy he doesn't like in strong terms because it is leaning against a lot of the policies he's putting out on the fiscal front. And including maybe the policy when it comes to the trade war with China. The trade war with China, we're taking in billions of dollars in tariffs uh, from China, from Chinese goods, and it hasn't hurt us at all. Uh, We're taking in billions and billions of dollars. Uh, We're going to make product here that we're now buying in China. No, that wasn't it. Uh, The problem that I have is with the Fed. The Fed is going wild. I mean, I don't know what their problem is, but they're raising interest rates, and it's ridiculous. I think that it probably has some effect on that through the currency channel. But I think what is even more immediate is sort of the tax cuts Mm. and the fiscal spending that has been going on under this administration. Those things are goosing the economy. They're probably also encouraging the Fed to hike rates maybe even a little bit more than they otherwise Mm would have because they lean against policies like that. So as, as the president rolls out these policies that really sort of add to the momentum, the Fed is rolling out these policies that directly contradicts that. And so I I could see why those two forces are kind of opposed. So what are the smart men and women who study the economy, they live the economy, what are they saying about the president's comments? You know, it's an interesting point because half of the people who study it say, you know, this doesn't matter at all. The Fed is not going to change their policy and it's kind of irrelevant. Then you'll get into some of the Fed historians who say, you know, every time we've ever seen any kind of significant change at the Fed as an institution, it started off with some sort of popular backlash Mm -hmm. that then inspired Congress to act to amend the Federal Reserve Act. And in some cases, presidents have been the impetus for that. And so we should potentially be concerned about what he's saying today just because it could lead to legislation down the line. That said, as someone who covers this, I don't think we see any real signs that we have any legislation sort of boiling or in the works. Are there any examples in history, not just with the U.S. Federal Reserve, but central banks in other countries where a head of state has gone to extensive measures to question their central bank and then there's a domino effect in that country? Have we ever seen something like that before that might be a warning sign to possibly what's happening now? I think just a ton of research on central banking history shows that independent central banks are the most effective means of stabilizing monetary policy, period, full stop. Um, We've definitely seen some recent examples where people in power have tried to lean on their central banks and oppose their policies. I think Turkey is a a good case in point, and anyone who's interested in the backstory there can look up our extensive coverage on the terminal. Um, But I think that Yes, it's absolutely the case that throughout history we have seen interference with central banking and central bank policy, and it has just never worked out well. Independent central banks are the most effective 
throughout sort of all of <laughs> all of central banking history. So this is, I mean, this is such a high level thing for for people like you. You understand the ramifications of this, but for people who don't quite understand it, you know, they see the Dow go down 800 points on Wednesday. Their 401ks take a dive as well. What should they be concerned about? Are they is Donald Trump is the Federal Reserve kind of playing chicken with with their money? Well, so two thoughts on that. One is that the Fed does not directly impact the S&P 500. You know, their their policy certainly can affect the real economy and as a result can affect market sentiment. Um, but at the end of the day, markets are independent of what's happening with interest rates. So that's sort of like the starting point. But beyond that, I think what you can look at when you're thinking about where the economy and the markets are headed going forward is where fundamentals are. And the reason the Fed is hiking rates right now, and I think what they would tell you if they were here, is we have a really solid economy. The fundamentals are really good right now. We have extremely low unemployment. We continue to add jobs. We've seen solid wage gains over the last couple of months, which we had been waiting for. Um, we are looking at a situation where inflation is pretty stable and low. You know, there's nothing flashing warning signals in the real economy. And so, that generally, but not always, bodes well for markets. So it's it, if there's anywhere to take comfort in, I think that's it. So when the when Jerome Powell meets uh, for the next FOMC meeting, how do they discuss this? It's. An open question because we don't know exactly what goes on behind closed doors. But I think, from at least from what we hear, um, it seems like this is the kind of thing that they will absolutely take into account. They will discuss the market sell-off. They will discuss the fact that there's been some political pressure. But at the end of the day, those are not the inputs mm-hmm. on which they make monetary policy. The things that they really care about right now are inflation expectations, inflation itself, and what's happening in the job market. And so I think they're going to be looking at those sort of inputs. And at some level, they'll be looking at actual financial stability risks. But at this stage, I don't think they'll see this market sell off as a financial stability risk. You know, the president is always touting how well the economy is doing. The economy continues, despite certain things, continues to, to run hot, as you were saying earlier. But is his own words possibly going to undo all of this? You know, I think that's an interesting question because certainly you can sort of rattle the animal spirits and and turn things around. But I don't think, in a world of strong fundamentals, I don't think it's possible that one person saying, oh, the Fed is scaring the stock market, is going to be enough to derail what is a really solid and broad-based expansion that's also moreover sort of based on these global mm-hmm. fundamentals you know what's going on in the US right now goes beyond just our own our own borders you know other com- countries are doing relatively well obviously we've seen some shaking in the emerging markets this year but in general our trading partners are doing well which just bodes well for sort of this you know positive feedback loop and so i think it would be extremely surprising if what the president and and what has happened in the last couple of days is sufficient to actually cause some sort of downturn Gina Smilek, thanks so much. Thank you. Make sure to follow Gina on Twitter. She's at Gina Smilek. That's a TikTok for today. Thanks for listening, and please head on over to iTunes and let us know what you think. I'm Dave Myers. You can follow me on Twitter at David F. Myers, and you get all your updates 24-7 at TikTok.